Greetings this morning in Jesus' precious name. It's good to be here in the house of God this morning. Thank you, Peter, for those that scripture this morning. My soul does wait upon the Lord. I trust that's the heart that we're here this morning with, a heart that's waiting on God, trusting the Lord, looking to the Lord. Well, God bless you all this morning. Greetings to visitors here this morning. Thank you for worshiping with us, being here with us. It's good to have a a house full. One of these days, brothers and sisters, we're all going to stand before God. and We're going to worship and praise Him. All those who have made themselves ready. That day is coming. Let us be ready for that great day. Praise God. Well, I have... uh, How should I say this morning? Sometimes I think I say, or we say maybe, I say that I have a message. But this morning, I'm going to say it a different way. I think the Lord has a message. So, uh, uh, and some of that is, for some reason, I just, I don't know, I wasn't feeling so good yesterday, and it just seemed like my mind, it was hard to meditate. But I do believe God has a message for us as we look into the Word of God this morning. So I just say that to, uh, to open your heart to God's Word this morning. Have you learned... Have we learned that this word is powerful? And somehow just to push aside everything the past week to the best that we can and just take in God's word. If the, oh how should I say, allowing God's word to wash us Allowing God's word to inspire us. I don't know, I was just uh, thinking even this morning. You know, I think we even had prayer upstairs. It was kind of in my prayer too. You know, we live in a fallen world. And this world has an impact on us. But may we come together and have a heart to hear God and to, to get a, should I say, a glimpse of His glory so that when we go out into this world, that this world will not wear away on us. It's real. The battle is real. But anyways, before we go into the opening here, let's just pause for a word of prayer. Can we do that? Heavenly Father, we come to You this morning in the precious name of Jesus. God, we worship you, we praise you, we thank you for this day. Thank you, God, for the gathering together of the saints, Lord. Thank you for this Lord's day. It's a resurrection morning. Hallelujah, God. We worship and we praise you, Father. We give ourselves to you, God. And I just pray, Lord, Father, just be with us here today. We need you, God. 
Father, it's not within man, Lord, but Father, it's not by might nor by power, but God, it's by your Spirit, Lord. And we're trusting you. We have prayed, God. We're looking to you, Father, for bread from heaven, Lord, to feed our never-dying souls, God. Oh, Father, I pray that you would bless each and every heart that is here this morning, Lord. Lord, you know the needs of the hour, the moment, God. We pray, O oh Father, that you would, through the teaching, through the preaching, through the songs that were sung, Lord, that you would meet the needs, O oh God, in this room this morning, Father. You're well able to do that, Lord, and we ask, God, that you would do that this morning, Father. God, that you would be glorified, Lord, as we, as we go into this next week, God. Father, that we will somehow leave a deeper impression upon this world that we live in, God, that we're not part of it, but we're part of another kingdom, God. And, oh, Father, I pray, help us, Lord, this morning, God, to tune in our hearts to you, Father. Help me, oh, God, just to be a vessel here this morning. Lord, I pray, bless these couple loaves and couple fishes here this morning. God, for your honor, for your glory. We look to you, God. We worship you and we thank you. Have your way, Father, in each one of our hearts, Lord. I pray, God, have your way. Oh, Father, we pray. May your will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Oh, God, we pray this morning. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, let's turn to 1 John chapter 3 this morning for a reading. I like to read this whole chapter. Um, and then we want to just... See what the Lord has for us here this morning. 1 John chapter 3. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself even as he is pure. Whosoever committeth sin transgresses also the law, for sin is the transgression of the law. And we know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him is no sin. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not, whosoever sinneth hath not seen him, neither knoweth him. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous. Somebody sent me a text this past week on that. I'm not sure if it was this verse, but it was about righteousness, uh, right living. <clears throat> Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin, for his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. 
In this the children of God are manifest in the children of the devil. Whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loveth not his brother. For this is the message that we have heard from the beginning. This is the message that we had heard from the beginning that we should love one another. Not as Cain, who was of the wicked one, and slew his brother. Wherefore slew he him? Because his own works were evil, and his brother's righteous. Marvel not, my brethren, if the world hate you. We know that we have passed from death unto life, because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer, and ye know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoso hath this world's good, and seeth his brother have need, and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And hereby we know that we are the truth, and shall assure our hearts before him. For if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart, and knoweth all things. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then have we confidence toward God. And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. This is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. And he that keepeth his commandments dwelleth in him, and he in him. And hereby we know that he abideth in us by the Spirit which he hath given us. <clears throat> Praise God for His Word. Yesterday I was just listening to God's Word. I, I started in uh, Peter and just went through John, ended up in uh, Revelations. I didn't go through the whole book of Revelations, but God's Word is precious. I love the Word of God. <clears throat> and there's something about, I remember years ago, Denny uh, <clears throat> talking about a, a brother asked him how he's doing and and he said apparently this brother was traveling and his brother said oh he listened to the whole new testament coming to this place and then he just mentioned something to the extent why was that brother so blessed why was he so uh uh yeah well what was he doing he was listening to the word of god god's word is so good but there was different things that stood out to me, and I so I just chose to 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 zero in on John, First John chapter three here. But there was different things that a couple of things that stood out to me. There was warnings that were given as I listened to those scriptures. There was warnings that Peter gave, John gives, and he was all, and they also gave uh, encouragement. And I trust that that will happen to us here this morning. There is warnings. We need, we need to be warned. <clears throat> we also need to be encouraged. <clears throat> we also need to be encouraged. 
But anyways, here in 1 John chapter 3, we start off with where he says, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Are you a son of God this morning? Are you a daughter of God this morning? Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us this morning. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Is God good? Yes, he is. God is good this morning. And if you're a son and a daughter this morning of God, praise him and thank him for what he has done for you. You know this whole thing where he says there in this verse, therefore the world knoweth him not because it knew, therefore the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. We were translated from the kingdom of this world, from the kingdom of darkness, into the kingdom of light. We were lost, dead in trespasses and sin. But God had mercy on us. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us this morning, brothers and sisters. May we love Him. That song that says, I want to love Him more. And there's a song we were together Friday night. I guess we were somewhat celebrating our 30th, my wife and I's 30th anniversary. And I asked the children, why don't you sing some songs? That was one of my requests. But they sang that one song about Jesus leaving the splendors of heaven. And I asked my children whether they would sing it this morning. And they felt like I put them on the spot. But uh, (laughs) maybe sometime. Jesus left the splendors of heaven. Who was the greatest missionary that ever lived? Why, I believe it was Jesus. He left the splendors of heaven. He left all that glory and he came down to this sin-cursed world. And he knew all about it. He knew, I believe, what he was getting into. But when it came to the very final test there, he was... You know, he had, he, had, he had to face the reality of, of going to the cross. And he prayed, Father, is there not another way? If it, is there not another way? Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. He came to do the Father's will. <clears throat> but was it not because of the love that he had for each one of us here this morning? Jesus loves you this morning, brother. He loves you, Randall. He loves you. Hallelujah. He loves you, sister. Heather, God loves you. Jesus loves you. Praise the Lord. I might have said this before already, but there was a a man that was struggling. I don't know what all his struggles were. I think he was struggling with whether there is a God and all these different things. And there was a man, a godly man, that walked into his house or into his room and he laid on his hand his hand on his head, and he said something to the extent, God loves you, my child, my boy. God loves you, my boy. And that, 
And that man walked out, and that those that that those words that that man said, he, that young man just that it just didn't leave him, and it brought him to his salvation because of it. Do we need to say that more to some people? <laughs> Maybe that's why we're not seeing more conversions. <clears throat> God help us. God help us. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. And, and I look into this a little bit more. Yesterday I was looking into it a little bit more. And the aspect of we all have been adopted. Those who have been born again have been adopted into the family of God. And if we think of that in the natural, I don't know if there's anyone here that's been adopted. <clears throat> but if we think of that aspect of adoption, but even this is even greater yet. Why is it? Because He not only adopted us into His family, but He also put within us His Spirit. The Spirit of God. And somehow that's even a closer, if you will. There's something even more beautiful, if you will, this morning. <clears throat> Behold, O Adam, love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not because it knew Him not. That's interesting. I had to think of the one in uh, John chapter, is it 17? By this shall the world know by the love that you have one for another. And here it says... Therefore, the world knoweth us not. Why does the world knoweth not? They did not know Jesus. If they would have known Jesus, they would not have crucified him. Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, uh, what is it, 1 says. <clears throat> There's a real world out there. Let us not love it. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. The world passes away in the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. God, deliver us from this world, the spirit of this world. May we be so full of Jesus. May we be so full of Jesus that the world will be drawn. If Jesus be lifted up, let all men be drawn unto him. <clears throat> Verse 2, he says, Beloved, now are we in this, beloved, now are we the sons of God. It doth not yet appear what we shall be. We know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. He is coming back. He is coming back for his bride that has made herself ready. And I like verse 3. Every man... Every man, every woman that hath this hope in him purifieth himself even as he is pure. And I will say this morning, if that heart, if that is not part of your, how should I say, system, <clears throat> I say, I say, how does it say in Corinthians? Uh, as far as whether we are of him or not. It says, every man that hath his hope in him purifieth himself even as he is pure. There is a cry. There is, a, there is, a, there is, a, there is something within us. 
Because of the Spirit of God within us, there is something in there. Because of that hope that we have, we want to be purified. Anything that is not like Jesus. And who was it this morning that was praying? Luke, I think we were upstairs praying together there. <clears throat> something about this past week. Was there anything in this past week that was not like Jesus? Oh, God, help us to, uh, when we see those things, that we have a heart that says, Lord, make me like Jesus. Every man that hath this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. <clears throat> May that be an encouragement for us here this morning. <clears throat> Whosoever commits sin transgresses also the law, for the sin is the transgression of the law. We know that we have and we know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him is no sin. I'm not planning to uh, read everything here again, but uh, <clears throat> it is interesting some of these verses. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. Whosoever sinneth hath not seen him, neither known him. What is the, what is the key to not sinning? Verse 6, whosoever abideth in him. Abide in him. Abide in him. Whosoever <clears throat> abideth in him sinneth not. Do you find yourself falling too many times? Well, the answer is to abide in him. Abide in Christ. And there's some practical things to do. I believe the practical things is what I had mentioned earlier, is to make much of God's word. <clears throat> to make much of God's word. And I might just, I was kind of going to leave this till last, but this whole thing and what I had mentioned before here about abiding, there is something about this, uh, I guess I'm there now, but uh, abiding in him, whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. So how do we abide in him? How do we, in a practical way, abide in Christ? And one of the, we were talking in our family worship this past week, one of the things that I, that I ha have looked at is the whole aspect of what our mind is on. Who was it Pete yesterday morning read in Psalms 119 about vain thoughts? <clears throat> um, um, David said, I hate vain thoughts, but thy law do I love. So if you have a problem, if you find yourself falling again and again, or finding yourself just not being victorious in your Christian life, I think it's pretty simple if we really boil it down. I think it's pretty simple. <clears throat> I think it's how we, if our mind is so full of Christ, our mind is so full of God's word, what comes out when a, if I'd have a cup of water up here, I guess there is one underneath here. 
You know, if, if this cup is full of Christ, if this cup of, is full of, of the Word of God, and you spill it over, what will come out? But if you are so full of yourself, and you just think about yourself, and, and all those type of things, and, 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 and the cup, and, and, and somebody bumps the cup, and, and, and you know, what's inside comes out, and, and guess what comes out? What was in there, right? I think it's that simple, isn't it? I think it's that simple. So let us not deceive ourselves, thinking, well, I, maybe I need this. Maybe somebody needs to lay hands on me, and I will get something that I never had before. Well, maybe we do, but, but uh, some of it is just simple. Where, you know, just filling ourselves with the Word of God, filling ourselves, having our mind on things above. I know we live in a real world, and Vernon, we, work is real. We got a business to do, and we got uh, feet to sell, and all those type of things, and, and, and life is real. But I think we heard last Sunday, too, about this rubber band. Randall, your rubber band illustration is getting a lot of, is getting a lot of attention. But you know, when, when, that, when, that, when somehow, uh, how is it this morning? Where's that rubber band going to this morning? So we're not, we, we're not doing work this morning. We're not, I hope not. You're not thinking about your work this morning, are you, brothers? I hope not. <clears throat> but the rubber band automatically it goes back to where its affections are, right? Amen. <clears throat> Abiding in Christ. And I was... Let me go further here on this aspect of a bloom. What happens when... when, when you, you, children, what happens when you fill the balloon with air? It gets bigger, right? That's one aspect. But what happens when you put something else in that balloon that makes it go up? What do you call that? Some kind of a gas? Helium gas? You put gas into that balloon and all of a sudden it goes up, 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 up. And, and, and I remember when I was a little boy, they used to, I don't know if they do that as much as they, they might still here and there. But where you find these balloons, while well, I was out in the field maybe working or something, I find these balloons and, and sometimes they had a little tag on it. So what you're supposed to do is send that, put that tag in the mail and send it back to the person who left that balloon go because they probably were running a race or having whatever, running a race or seeing who could win, seeing whose balloon would go the furthest. <clears throat> well, eventually that balloon, that, what do you call it? Helium, helium gas? Eventually that gas comes out and that balloon, what happens? It does this, it comes down just like gravity. It drops to the ground. But I tell you what, brothers and sisters, when the life of Christ is within us, what happens? We go up, right? The life of Christ within us takes us up like that balloon that is full of that gas. But what happens when that gas comes down? What happens when that gas comes out and somehow it's full of other stuff? Full of, well, maybe not full of anything anymore, but you know how it is in our, naturally in our lives. We're maybe too full of other stuff and it gets so heavy that we come down, right? May God help us to be full of Jesus, abiding in Him. Okay, we need to go on. The other point I had was here about being born of God. Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin. For his seed remaineth in him. He cannot sin because he is born of God. Well, I'm not a theologian, but uh, whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin. You know, if we get 
uh, okay, I'll go back to this verse here, chapter 2, just to maybe bring a little bit of clarity to this verse. My little children, these things write unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. <clears throat> Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin, for this, his seed remaineth in him. So there is something about just what we were talking about. When God's word is within us, it keeps us from sin. Take that for what it's worth this morning. God's word. And, they, and, and another point I have here is about uh, 11 to 16. Let me just read this again. For this is the message that we have heard from the beginning that we should love one another, not as Cain who was of the wicked one and slew his brother. Wherefore slew he him because he, his own works were evil and his brother's righteous. Moral not, my brethren, if the world hate you, the world will hate us. We know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer. You know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. Hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. The title I have is uh, Love One Another. <clears throat> love One Another. And it's in here a couple of different times. But here we have the whole aspect of laying down our lives for the brothers. If the life, if we are born of God, um, we have the Spirit of God within us. If we allow the Spirit of God to work out its will, we will lay down our lives for our brothers. And may we allow God to use us. May we truly lay down our lives for each other, brothers. And I go back to what we shared here in the beginning. You know, we need to realize afresh we need to uh, uh, somehow meditate on this whole concept of what Jesus did for us <clears throat> to where it'll have an effect on us how we how we uh, how we uh, respond to our brothers laying down our lives for the brothers for the brethren may we lay down our lives for the brethren <clears throat> The person that does not do that, like we read, read here, Cain was of that wicked one and he slew his brother. He killed him. He literally killed him. He just wanted to get him out of the way. <clears throat> well, how, how is it, brothers and sisters? Is there ever a time when a sister or a brother does something that we don't like? Do we respond like Cain or do we respond like Abel? God help us. God help us. May we, are we willing to lay our lives down for each other? <clears throat> I'm not saying if there is a need, if something, how should I say this? If a brother sins and we just overlook that, that's not love. That's not laying down our life. Right? That's not laying down our life. We really don't love that brother. If a brother or sister is in sin and we just say, well, we've just got to love them. That's not loving him. That's not loving him. God help us to love or lay down our lives for our brethren. <clears throat> Verse 22, 
I like this. Whatsoever we ask, we receive of him. Why? Because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. Are your prayers being answered? Are your prayers not being answered? Is it because if your prayers are not being answered, could it be that you're missing this very thing? Whatsoever we ask, we receive of him because we keep his commandments. And do those things that are pleasing in his sight. And then we come before God and we bring a request to him. That the, our, 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 uh, there's no chair over our head. I don't know if you ever heard that illustration or not. There's no cloud between us and God. But we are walking with God. We know that, that everything is clear. We're pleasing before the Lord. And we come before God. And God hears our prayer, prayer answers our prayer. <clears throat> Whatsoever we ask, we receive of Him because we keep His commandments and do those things that are pleasing in His sight. And then the last verse here that I want to just zero in a little bit yet is verse 23. And this is, he says here then, this is his commandment. Okay? Verse 22, whatsoever we ask, we receive of him because we keep his commandments. And then verse 23, he says, this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. I see two things there. I see there believing on the Lord Jesus with all our heart, loving Him, trusting Him, believing Him. And then the outflow of that is, is uh, loving one another. We can't just have the one and say we have it. Now, if you do maybe the last one, you probably, have, you probably do have the first one. <clears throat> but anyways... This is His commandment that we should believe on the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as He gave us commandment. Let us love one another. Let us uh, <clears throat> behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us. Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. Let us realize, how should I say, be encouraged this morning. Be refreshed this morning in just remembering what Christ did for us. He was the greatest missionary. He, he came all the way from heaven. He was willing to do all that so that we could have life. And may we do the same for each other. May we do that also, thinking of a lost and dying world out there. Tyler, you have a heart for the Muslim people. <clears throat> This is His commandment that we should believe on the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as He gave us commandment. This is the message that we have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. That's, I believe, God's message to us this morning. God bless you, brothers.